You're listening to the Ask Drone You podcast. You ask, we answer your drone questions. Whether you're here to turn your passion into profit or you simply fly for fun, we're a community of learners and teachers who aspire to achieve greatness. We are Drone You. Happy New Year, everyone, and welcome to another show of Ask Drone You. As always, my name is Paul. And my name is Rob. Happy New Year. I don't know about you all, but we are very excited for 2023. Cannot wait. I think because of what's happened over the last couple years, you know, let's not talk about it. Everybody knows. Coming into a new year is just even that much more exciting. And I think there's a lot of really good good things happening, and we're uh, excited to chat about it. There are a lot of good things happening, and we got a good question today thanks to our good friend Tom Powers regarding uh, the best way to really navigate the upcoming new year in regards to your business. And there are going to be some things that we've said previously, and there are going to be some new things as well. There are, I think, um, two uh, verticals of or two topics that I believe all of us can improve upon. And I think it's also important to discuss the ever important inflation, Rob, because inflation, according to the current uh, calculation for CPI, showcases almost an 8% rate of inflation. Ah, transitory. (laughs) <laughs> That's what uh, any <laughs> any guest speaker over the last two years on Bloomberg would have said. Um, but that being said, I think it's also important um, to look at the 1980s and 1990s calculation for CPI as well, because it's, it's in the 17s, 18s, 19s. And if you look at the price of vegetables, they're up 100%. If you look at the price of certain food items, like my favorite eggs used to be $3.99 a box, and now it's $6.99 a box. That doesn't sound like 8% inflation to me. So I think we're going to talk about how to best navigate this in your drone business. And I think it's not about if you should raise your prices, it's when, and it's more importantly, how. So we're gonna be talking about that. We're gonna be talking about working on your business. We're gonna be talking about expenses. Uh, We already have the technical definition of a recession, even though the White House tried changing that. Kind of sounds like a Hitler move, but hey, who am I? Um, We already have that technical uh, definition of a recession. And I think that we are definitely going to see a further degradation of equity prices, markets as a whole, credit, leverage, CapEx. Um, We're going to see, I think, a degradation of these particular asset classes, and that could impact your business. So we're going to talk about different ways that you might be able to hedge that, and you might be able to avoid overspending kind of going into that period. Many of you know here at DroneU, we really want the best for you. That's why we were the first school to offer 107. And we were also the first to give you every single method that we could come up with, or at least that we could get on camera of turning your passion into profit. And so I hope that this particular podcast also helps you think about um, particular topics and particular um, objectives you might want to consider for the year ahead. And if you have any comments, if you have any, you think we might have missed anything, just let us know. Send us an email, um, support at thedroneu.com. If you have a further, a follow-up or a point you want to hear us hit, go to askdroneu.com desktop and actually upload your question uh, or follow-up to this because I feel like this is something that we could particularly um, 
Well, I think that we could particularly keep going down the rabbit hole more and more and more. So why don't we go ahead and play the question? The uh, question is brought to you by all of our Drone U members. We have a new and exciting benefit coming to all of you to say thank you for staying with us. In fact, I have to say after raising our prices, membership actually went up. Isn't that funny? It goes to show pricing theory is true as much as it defies common sense. I think, again, it's it's a showcase of how you do things um, because just like all of you needing to raise your prices, I think how you go about it is going to be quintessential um, to uh, the success of your business. So all that to be said, uh, today's question, again, brought to you by the lovely DroneU members. Thank you to all of you. Thank you for trusting us to help you build those systems and those routines to build the right flight skills to pay the bills. At the end of the day, we want to see you succeed. And we already know that drone use students rise above the rest quite easily because we all know getting your driver's license doesn't make you a good driver just like getting your 107 doesn't make you a good pilot so thanks for trusting us to help you fly further and fly high and above fly above and beyond flight school so thank you hey paul and rob and tom again hey now that uh, 2022 is starting to wrap up i was wondering if you may have any advice for what we should be doing in our businesses to get ready for year end should we be purchasing new equipment should we hold off are there any software that we should uh, potentially look at buying right now just kind of want to get your thoughts thanks again hey thank you tom um really do appreciate it i know rob is pretty quiet right now but it's because i want to uh bring the the business maestro uh into this conversation you know tom talks about buying software he talks about you know maybe buying equipment and expenses i know some people may want to rack up their expenses before the end of the new year to reduce any tax liability but when it comes to uh, the impending recession, when it comes to inflation, what would be your advice? I mean, you have over 30 years of being a ah, CPA. That's painful to hear. Why is that painful? I think that <laughs> showcases extreme wisdom. Well, <laughs> well, thank you. You're making some assumptions, but I'll take it. Yeah. You know, I think uh, you, you got the right hair growth <laughs> to showcase that experience. And yeah, knowledge. that comes from business and five kids. But, <laughs> um, but no, but no, seriously, what would you recommend to these guys in a, in the wake of recession? Uh, I mean, you know, you've seen these equity markets were down 20%, but you look at the major drivers of the S and P like Tesla, it's down 70%. Oh as my of gosh. Yet. It hit almost, it was almost at a hundred dollars. And my thousand puts still made no money. So <laughs> that's because where implied volatility was when you bought them probably. Uh huh. Yeah. Anyways. Um, Ivy crush. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. No, I, I think there's just a couple of basic points. Frankly, I don't think this is super complex. Number one, I think this is always true, but especially in a time like this or a time like we're about to potentially uh, transition into, and that is cash is king. One of the, and I think you all know this, we've probably talked about it periodically, but one of the things or one of the things that we all know is that a lack of capitalization is probably the biggest issue as to why companies fail. I mean, there's a lot of reasons, a lot of variables, obviously, in terms of their strategies and did they actually have a good business idea to begin with, blah, blah, blah. But having more capital is going to allow you to figure, have more time to figure it out, have 
the capacity to take advantage of deals that you might run across from other people who don't have the capital that you have and therefore are scrambling to raise capital and therefore selling things for pennies on a dollar. So cash is king. That's number one. The old adage of buying stuff before the year ends to save on taxes, be very real about that. Don't don't think of that in terms of buying stuff just to save on taxes. I think you all know that makes no sense. That's what Joe told me so many times. He's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) you're going to spend a dollar to save what, 15 to 30 cents, depending on your tax bracket. So be very careful with that. If you need something and you are going to buy it anyways, then yeah, buy it in the current year. And you know, it's it's also interesting, and I, and I don't want to overcomplicate this, but it's ten, it's what I tend to do. I might also actually think of, okay, but does it look like taxes are going up? If that's the case, does it look like 2023 is going to be a better year for us than 2022? You know, that's actually a really important thing because I was just reading in this uh, group that I follow on entrepreneurial stuff that, hey, look, the business deductions completely change next year. Mm-hmm. And you need to know about that right now in January because you may want to adjust your expense categories and where you put your money mm-hmm. to offset tax liability. Like, I mean, look, BlackRock just launched their whole like tax loss, you know, algorithm formula that's literally every third Bloomberg commercial. Um, And I mean, so I think tax, it really is, by the way. (laughs) I believe you. So the other two thirds are the pharmaceutical companies. Yeah. Anyways, we don't need to go down that rabbit trail. (laughs) Side effects might include death, (laughs) can't feel your lower extremities, or ED. Floating. (laughs) 17 toes. Burning of the parent. <laughs> it's my favorite one ever since living with um, that's a real one no, really, really is well so is death actually <laughs> okay enough on the side effects of the pharmaceutical drugs on all the commercials yeah. that by the way are only allowed in two countries in the whole world um okay when it comes to recession though when it comes to tax liability does impeding recession change your ideology on spending money on equipment or spending money in particular categories that maybe you would normally spend? Like, would you reduce trips? Would you reduce travel? Because it seems like for me, whenever I think of business expenses and whatnot, the biggest tax breaks since the Trump era Mm -hmm. um, is still driving. It's like 57 cents a mile or almost 60 cents a mile. Yeah. Um, Probably going to go down, but... Well, and still, it's high, and it shouldn't. It should go up if you think about the price of oil, the price of gas. Which, um, by the way, everyone, if uh, you notice the price of gas has gone down, I would still, I would fill up any storage tanks if you have them, because uh, the SPR can only go so low, and uh, gas prices are literally a, a three or four month high right now because of the opening of re- of China. So another uh, thing to think about is. If you have money to invest from your business, it seems like in this coming year, we should be looking at dividend plays, maybe in oil and energy, things like uh, OXY. Oh, wow. Now we're getting to it. I didn't I'm know we were going saying, investment you know, advice. Yeah, so. <laughs> we, are, <laughs> we are not providing investment advice. No licensing um, to speak of in that regard here. Mm. I think that for, for us... Or for the way that I look at it, I like, like I said, I'm going to always come back to cash is king okay. and then know what you need and then be ready to pounce on good deals. 
Well, like here's here's an example of my question. <clears throat> like, you know, we had the guy call in about the Phantoms, and I think we plan on answering that question in the upcoming shows. But would you go out and buy nine batteries in January if business could slow down? Boy, I don't know. I mean, I th- every, it's so difficult to answer that question because every situation is different. And I guarantee you that next year there are going to be people that are very busy while there's certainly going to be people that aren't. I think the go-getters that know how to make things happen are still going to be busy and they're still going to need batteries. And that's kind of what I wanted to get to is that I think even in the wake of this recession, the environment is fundamentally different than 08. It's fundamentally different than 00. It's fundamentally different than 87, where you have such a large group of the population who's just frankly unwilling to work. And when you can make six figures on unemployment in some states, I mean, if I were president, I would nix unemployment right now. I would be like, nope, literally you have three months to figure it out, figure it out. So, um, and I know that sounds savage. No, it doesn't. I don't think it sounds savage when we know that there are people literally in every town, city, county, whatever you want to say, looking for people that want to work. We know that. Yeah. I was just watching on Bloomberg last night. There was a guy that was, he, I think he's French and it's a French um, hotel company. You're talking about the guy who said he has 2,800 employees and he's down 400. I don't remember the specific numbers, but they asked him, do you think you're going to be um, looking at layoffs in 2023? And he said, Oh, no. I mean, he was adamant. He almost was offended by the question. (laughs) He said, no, 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 we don't even think in those terms. We need people now. And I don't think that's going to change. And don't forget. And look, a recession, by the way, um, everything that I'm hearing and reading and listening to in terms of the experts, and there are some people that say they're experts that we believe truly are experts. I'm going to throw out Jim Bianco. I love that guy. I think he's phenomenal. But they're talking about the recession, at least in the States, probably the UK, although they might be a little bit ahead of us because of some of the decisions they've made. Yeah. Um, but I think we're probably looking at third quarter, maybe fourth quarter of 2023 before anything really hits mm. in terms of a recession is what we're being told, what we're hearing. And so, man, go make hay, right? Yeah. I, w- I I personally do not think that you should be scared or thinking in turn. I mean, obviously be wise, obviously be strategic, but man, go make it happen while it's still happening and, and build momentum. Mm-hmm. And the other thing about that is when other people are retreating, you're not. Yeah. Do not retreat simply because other people are. Just be smart. Maybe take a little bit longer to make the decisions. Not too long. We don't want aim, 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 aim. Nah, I think I'll fire later, right? Go ahead and aim, aim, fire when you might have fired, aim, aim. <laughs> so obviously make some adjustments on that algorithm. But I don't know, man. I, I think that uh, it's business as usual as far as I'm concerned. I, and, I well, and I think that brings up a point of like, you know, if I think for a lot of business owners and I think of like Glenn about how when he was out here for the drone U elite uh, onboarding that he was talking about, you know, I, I love solar jobs, but I am sick of running out over and over and over to these things. And he goes, I want more higher paying recurring revenue jobs. He goes, I love solar. It's great. But I like to do other things, I like to challenge my mind. I like to explore new avenues. And so I think something that's really important for all of you, which has led success for me is considering a common structure of um, what you want to accomplish. And I think you need to reverse engineer it. So ask yourself, if I do these three or four tasks every week, 
And in 90 days, what does that look like? Or in 90 days, I want to hit this goal, right? I want to increase my business to, let's say, 10 jobs per week, 50 jobs per week, 100 jobs per week. What is it going to take to actually get there, right? And I think you need to actually take time and say, look, I should do these things. One, I should be doing more organic types of SEO stuff for my website. I should be at regular networking events. I want to attend conferences this year, but conferences in the field that I want to work in. Don't go to drone conferences. If you want more construction jobs, go to construction conferences. You want to get lots of work? get a speaker position. It's literally that simple, but be a good speaker. They're looking for speakers. But be a good speaker because I will say, I have figured out the system of speaking at conferences and there is definitely a clear path of gaining notoriety and being able to deliver a story and useful, valuable information without selling yourself. But time block this, right? Okay, every week I am going to do these three tasks that are going to increase my propensity to get business. And when you time block it, no to-do list, just every Wednesday at 9 a.m., these are the three things that I am going to do. Because I want you to think about what does that look like after five years of doing it, what does everything that you that you're doing right now look like in five years? And while time blocking is really key and important, I would say one of the biggest issues that I've ever faced as a drone pilot is my own overthinking mind, Rob. I mean, it, it, I can't tell you how many times I just think about like, am I working hard enough? Am I taking enough time off? Am I, you know, I feel like for a long period of time, I kind of lollygagged for a while and time blocking and being super, super, super productive during the week and taking more dedicated time off and more regular vacations, you now are justifying that vacation. Like I worked my ass off. I did everything, but I'm planning to really do nothing this Mm -hmm. week. And I think it's critical. Yeah. I think to just add tack on one little point that sort of, um, well, multitasking, I think is a fallacy in terms of productivity. Yeah. And, uh, boy, have I still been learning that the hard way. Can I be can I be really really transparent and honest with you right now? Uh, please. Uh, most people hate the fact that I do not respond to most email, and I've gotten literally 10x more work done by ignoring email. Like if if like I'm like if look I've got five big major deals working on, and every single one of those people has my phone number, mm-hmm. and they just text me, and that's like yeah. the, I'm like you need something you you text me. Well, <laughs> and you know like from from an internal perspective in terms of our operation here at Drone U, I've been my goal is to get operations out of email and yeah. get them into our organized structure and systems that we're, we're getting there. And this is something that's always changing. And so there's going to be things in your business that's always changing as well, which I think is a good segue into the first point on here. Um, believe it or not, I'm just hitting the first point. Um, that well, you I kind of hit, I kind of hit Charlie Delta echo. So it, it, I actually not echo, but Charlie Delta. So Okay, well, let's go to Alpha. <laughs> or is it Apple? Hey, uh, I'm not a or police. Or is it Ascertain? <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine that? Uh, pulling over a car here on a northbound 287 at mile marker 65, Ascertain, <laughs> Charlie, Whiskey, uh, Unicorn Drops. Uh, 
Anyways, one of the, the point we want to make here is when, so Tom asked the question, what should we be doing as we get ready for 2023? And I, I let me just hit the, uh, should we buy things um, really, really quick again? That is so dependent on where you're at. Is the equipment that you have serving you well? Is there a formula that you would have? Like if you had X, like, like let's say you had oh, 10. I don't think it's formulaic. I really don't. But go ahead. Uh, no, well, I'm just trying to, trying to better understand what variables would change your mindset on that. Like if you had 100K in the bank, are you going to be like, okay, well, I'll spend 20K of that or no, that's that's my savings to weather any issues that are coming up or, you know, to your point regarding the economy, but would that impact anything? Because that I saw that same interview on Bloomberg last night, Rob, mm-hmm. and I keep thinking about the housing market, too. And it's just fundamentally different than it was in 08. And, yeah, we've seen prices come down, you know, four or five percent. But inventory is still low. So I, I, I think to your point, it may not be a quote unquote recession like what we're thinking of. So. Yeah, I, I certainly don't think it's going to be maybe what we'd call a traditional recession, but gosh, I'm not an economist. I don't know. This is, we, we do love studying it and listen and watch and, and read and, and explore those concepts every single day. So it's not like we're ignorant as to those points. But that said, I just can't even say, I don't care how much money you have in the bank. It depends on what you already have. Like if you already have the tools that you need, I don't care if you have a million dollars in the bank. You don't need to go buy stuff just to go buy stuff. If mm. like if what you have currently, it will serve you well for all of 2023 as far as you know in terms of the drones that you have. We tell people all the time, a lot of what we put out there, Paul, is stop buying the really expensive stuff. Even if you're a public safety agency, even if you're a large construction company, whatever, you don't necessarily need the expensive stuff, I bet what people have, for the most part, they can not just get by with, but be successful with. So I don't know that it's, it's yeah, it's formulaic specific to you, right? So I would love to be able to help people individually figure that out. But on a mass scale, I think you have to step back, look at like what you've already said, look at what worked for you in 22. This is where you're working on your business. You're spending some time thinking about these things. What worked well? What relationships that you start that you think you can work towards making stronger that are going to lead to business? What, like Paul says here on our notes here, what brought in the most money? What I think that's can a big one. Automate is, is, is well, or what both, has the potential to bring in the most money? Yeah, and I think you know, focusing on that twenty percent, or you know, like twenty percent of your work brings in eighty percent of the revenue, or something like that. I think it's really crucial to look at what jobs really did bring in the most money and focus on just those. Mm-hmm. So, like for example, to try to twist the perception on this, think of jobs that. Like when we talk about what are the regular things that you're going to do to drum up business, think of um, being able to fly in particularly complex areas. Like, for example, there were a couple of jobs that I got this year all because other people could not get access to the airspace. I mean, like very, very notable people Mm -hmm. could not get access, but I could. Because I have the safety record, I have everything's in good shape, I've got the insurance, and most importantly, that trumps all of that is the relationships. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 100%. In terms of what to buy, I think one, one thing I'll add is don't find yourself stuck because you don't have the equipment you need. So, back to your point about batteries, I think those kinds of things 
Mm. Yes, buy those. If you want to make sure that you have a backup drone, what you have is working well, but you only have one of them and you see yourself being busier, then make sure you have a backup. You don't want to have to tell people I can't come because my drone broke, I crashed it, whatever. So um, I guess stack your foundation, like make your foundational items stronger Mm. so that you're prepared. That's what I would say. Gotcha. But I love your point about what can you automate. And I think we should do an article based on that list that I gave you yesterday of mm-hmm. everything that we use. Um, that, and, and I could go deeper on that, obviously, to say, because not all of that was automation-based, but a lot of what we use is designed to automate our business. And mm. I know a lot of people do that, but we have our way of doing that, so we could share that with people. But anything you can automate, anything that you can outsource, generally speaking, is probably a good move. It's not always, and it depends on who you are and what you do what you're good at, how fast you are, all those kinds of things. But uh, yeah, um, those are some things to think about for sure. A hundred percent things to think about. Um, well, I love this. Audit your current expenses. What did you spend money on and do you really need to be spending money? That's a big thing for I, us. I really think that like if you're doing a New Year's breakdown, it should be where am I spending money that I shouldn't be spending money? What brought in the most money? And what can I automate and what can I do better to drum up business that fits those categories? And like to the point of time blocking, if you're writing articles about like being able to gain uh, airspace access in particular areas that other pilots can't, that could be a great way for you to get high dollar drone jobs. And it's higher dollar because it's harder to get access and do it legally. So I think that there are a lot of ways to really to really focus on bettering the efficiency or productivity of your business as a whole. so Absolutely. And in terms of auditing your current expenses, a little simple, easy hack that I like to use is go to your bank, download the entire year, super simple to do, into an Excel spreadsheet, and then sort it. That way you can see them all grouped together in terms of a particular person, company that you spent money on. Makes it really, really simple to audit your bank um, transactions mm. quickly. Um, actually that brings up another point of your payment methodologies. I've noticed that certain payment servers have increased their fees, which has made other payment servers more, um, attractive, I think is the right way to put it. But, uh, okay. So we've gone over expenses. We've talked about the importance of regular vacations. We've talked about, um, you know, kind of auditing, uh, your jobs and like, you know, here, for example, you know, Rob has just talked about automating as many things as possible, delegating as many things as possible. You know, what I would do is if you have a payment processor, like Squarespace, QuickBooks, Stripe, anything like that, and every single one of your drone jobs has gone through that, I would download a CSV file of those transactions. And then what I would do is I would put it into Excel, not Google Sheets, but Excel. I put it in Excel and then I would t- and then I would look at how much time it took me to uh, acquire the job, what was the profit margin on the job, and then what were the costs for the job mm. in three separate categories. And then what I would do is I would uh, utilize OpenGPT to write an Excel code for me to filter out the highest profitability jobs that took the lowest amount of time. And Rob could probably do that himself. He probably doesn't need AI to help him, but I do. So whatever. 
Well, I, I'm not sure that would make it easier at this point. But um, anyways, no, I think that's a great idea. I love that idea. Ultimately, if the data is there, you just sort it the way that you want to sort it. And it's going to tell you what you need to know. Yeah. But I think that's exactly right. Just similar on, on expenses, same concept. Totally, totally. And we're going to be doing another New Year's show on insights and predictions because we deeply believe that there's going to be a huge increase in particular drone jobs. So don't don't miss that show. We're going to be filming that here next. Uh, not sure when it, it goes out, but if you have a point of what you believe is important to hit for these new year resolutions for your drone business, I think most importantly, take a few week period to work on your business, audit your expenses, audit wh- what's bringing in the most money. What jobs are you really enjoying doing? How could you challenge yourself? Um, how could you automate the client navigation? How could you make that easier? Don't forget, DroneU has a class on doing that. So also think about how you can better utilize your time so that you're working less, but you're getting more done. Because I deeply, deeply agree with Rob in that next year, it's going to be about who is out there fighting, who is out there hustling to get jobs. Because we know pilots and companies that desperately need high quality drone pilots. And believe it or not, even with all these 107 registrations, they can't find high quality drone pilots. They're coming to us. So I've been farming things out to people who I know are good pilots and to everyone who's past flight mastery, which is actually an extensive list at this point. So Mm -hmm. um, that being said, uh, you know, take time to work on your business and don't forget every week you should have like certain tasks of like building your organic or SEO, uh, going out and flying. Cause you gotta, you gotta have the skills to pay the bills. And frankly speaking, you also need to audit what's working and what's not and how to make that more efficient. I know for some of you, it may seem scary. You might feel overwhelmed. You might feel nervous take time for yourself, recharge, and then hit these things because in the future you will be better off. And you need to ask yourself, what will my business look like if I make these incremental changes? Because just like exercise, you don't have to go to the gym and run around the mouse wheel for five hours a day and expect to lose 30 pounds in a month. No, it's just small incremental changes because consistency is key, not just in SEO and content development, but also in exercise, in business, and in all things. It's small steps, often, that works. Mm-hmm. I've learned that from you, Rob. So on that bombshell, in this in this new year, I am grateful for you. Grateful for you. Grateful for you. Grateful for all of you as well. If you have a question or a follow-up point, go to astronew.com. This is one of the fun topics that t- typically kind of goes longer. So, so bring them on. We appreciate it. But I think that's going to do yeah. it f- for us today. I just want to add, as you're going through all of these processes, and we hope you all do spend some time doing these types of things for your business, you're going to have questions. Ask DroneU.com. We would love to hear from you. Yeah, we absolutely would. On that note, that's going to do it for us today. Thank you again for your support. Uh, We've got, gosh, seven new classes in editing for our membership right now. You know, this summer was hard for us in that the transition, finding contractors, finding a new location and whatnot. Obviously, you can see we love our new location, but it's taken a lot of work to get here. So um, thank you for your patience. And we're going to pay it off to all those who are patient. And uh, we appreciate you. So thank you very much from all of us at the Drone U Flight Crew. We'll see you next time. We believe that videos, images, words, and sounds have the absolute power to inform inspire, and entertain. We reject indecision, confusion, and vanity, for they work against the community. 
We are united under the virtues of safety and knowledge. We are a training community of learners and teachers who encourage and energize each other to achieve greatness. We are pilots, videographers, photographers, freelancers, business owners, enthusiasts, experts, and apprentices. We are creators. We are the Drone Youth.